their invoices were late and uh, their marketing collateral wasn't there. And there's a lot of sifting through in the early stages to sort of get six months to 12 months down the line and realizing what is the right product for us? How are we going to market this in the most efficient way? And who is our target audience? Welcome to the Get Real About Business podcast, where we uncover the real deal of what it takes to start and grow a business fast. It's all about earning the right, where we work hard today so we can reap the reward tomorrow. Prepare for some hot tips today. I'll be your host, Clive Maloney. Hey, hey, welcome back. This is episode 51 of the Get Real About Business podcast. And today, we're talking about how to market your business or your products in the right way, a way that generates the highest quality leads for you so that you're able to work with clients who you're here to serve best. And also, they're able to generate leads that are easier to convert into paying clients. Now, let me just take you back a little bit because actually all small businesses go through a very similar journey. You remember that first client? You remember how special it felt? And it does. It feels amazing. You might not even be doing the same product or service as you did when you first started out, but that first client is very, very special. But unfortunately, the feeling goes off as you continue with your business and you start signing up more clients. And you realize that after a while that some of the clients that you're working with aren't necessarily a good fit for you. We spoke in the last episode, back on episode 49, actually, I think it was, where we were talking about that sometimes you get to that stage where you're a slave to your business because you're working with the wrong people. Now, today, what we want to do is focus on working with the right people, and that means starting generating higher quality leads. And so, therefore, we want to be generating higher quality leads to get higher quality clients, and that whole process is, is a lot easier. So, essentially, what we're doing is going from working with the C's and D-list clients to working with the A-list clients and making sure that their recruitment is a lot easier. To help us today with this, we have a guest who has more than 12 years experience in advertising and marketing. He specializes in real estate, investments, and the financial sector, and has managed a wide range of marketing portfolios from small and medium-sized enterprises to large corporations. He is CEO of Next Generation, which is a direct response media marketing agency based in London and Los Angeles. And despite that, You might be more familiar with him as a TV presenter on some of your favorite Sky channels within the gaming, sports, fashion, and red carpet entertainment sector. He has hosted some of the biggest live shows globally and also worked on a two-year sponsorship stint in Hollywood, presenting for the likes of V Channel, EdMTV, E, Film on TV, and Access Hollywood. So this is officially a star study show today. It's my pleasure to introduce my friend, Johnny Pash, and before we get into that, you should know that today's podcast is sponsored by my very own program, the Get Real About Business Mastermind. If you've never been part of a mastermind before, you have definitely been missing out. The idea is very simple and it's one that was brought to us by Napoleon Hill back when he wrote the book Think and Grow Rich. And it's simply that when two or more minds get together, the sum is greater than the individual parts. So what we do is we pull the talent, the creativity and collective intelligence of small business owners like you 
together so you can help each other and improve your business. And you get the input not only of a sales trainer and a small business coach like me, but you also get the input and the help of other people who are running the businesses and trying things out. You get all of their help and support along the way. Now, business masterminds are not for everyone. You genuinely must have had some success in your business. If you're just starting out, this is not for you. I've got other programs for you. But this is for people who've had success in their business and they want more. So if you're looking to scale your business up, you're looking to increase sales, the Business Mastermind is absolutely the right thing for you. You will get top-notch advice for your business, how to sell more, how to grow more, how to market your business. Wherever you're at, it's about sitting down with you and saying, okay, where are you stuck? What do you want to get to? How can we help you get there? And then everybody jumps in to help you plan and strategize and get things done in your business. Hands down, it's one of my most popular programs. It's a program where Elaine Williams tripled her income within a year. It's the program where Tony Baker, one of my former guests on this show, started his business from nothing and took it for coming on 200k within a relatively short space of time. If you are serious about growing your business right now, go ahead to getrealaboutbusiness.com forward slash mastermind where you'll find more information about the program and you will be able to apply to become a member of my mastermind. You have a maximum of five people in each group, so you get plenty of time to work on your business. Just visit getrealaboutbusiness.com forward slash mastermind and apply for your membership today. But right now, though, let's get back to the show and hear from our guest. Welcome, Johnny. How are you doing? Hello, hello, hello. Hello to everybody as well. How are you doing, Clive? All good. Looking very frosty and great right there on the camera. Yeah, and I haven't got my angry birds at the back, which I normally do today. So that's a little bit different. Fair enough. (laughs) So I I really want to get into this with you because we've got a really serious marketing subject, but also I can't pass by the opportunity to talk to you a little bit about your history and your background in TV presenting. So I want to start there with you and then we'll move on to talking about generating high quality leads. I think you've got a fascinating story and I want to hear it today. Now, I kind of started a, a new tradition on the episode 49, actually, and it was based on one of the guests that I had at the time there who had a habit on his podcast of asking some random questions. So okay. I want to start with something random with you. Is that all right? Absolutely. I like the randomness. <laughs> okay. <laughs> it's not going to be that random because it is related to ah. TV. I guess you probably work with a lot of TV celebrities, uh, you know, film celebrities, and we all think about celebrities as having their diva moments. So oh, my yeah. question to you, my question to you, Johnny, is what was your biggest diva moment? <laughs> I don't know. I didn't, really, I didn't really have a diva moment per se. Look, the thing is, we're all equal here. We're all human beings on this planet, and we're all here to, to follow some sort of dream and, and um, conquer some sort of amazing experience and i just think diva i think all of these um celebrities let's say z listers that you sort of mix around with they're just they're just nobodies really they just sort of march around and you know people sort of blow smoke up their bum you know they're just regular folk like myself and and you clive and uh, i tried you know even though i was getting a little bit of a name out there and people were starting to recognize me 
they treat you a, a little bit more special than your, your general sort of public. I really tried to be as grounded as possible and not sort of sway into that whole sort of diva mentality. So I tried to keep yeah. myself very grounded and real and just have fun with it. I never really, I don't know really, I just, I didn't want to take it too seriously. The whole TV presenting thing for myself was just a massive game and I had so much fun with it. Okay, so if we look around your office now, we won't find any pots of green M&Ms or anything like that, will we? <laughs> Nothing like that. Funnily enough, though, <laughs> I do have a, a Himalayan salt lamp on my desk. Uh, I tell you, All right. you, you've got to get this. It sends off positive enzymes around the office. I'll tell you, I'm in one of those um, big shared offices, so everybody around me has got lots of different businesses, and we're all friends. We all get along and help each other. But I tell you, the... Um, the vibe in the office at the moment is so zen. It's great. You need to get one of those in your Clive's den. Himalayan yeah, salt lamp. Have a little look at those. I will. I will. Uh, actually, what, what I'll do is I'll put up a link on the show notes page. So if anybody wants to find get a it. Himalayan we'll, salt we'll do lamp. it. Uh, <laughs> I'll tell you, initiation, everybody has to lick it. They have to lick the salt oh. lamp. That's what it I'm, is. When they cross paths with it, they have to lick it. Taste the salt. It's amazing. <laughs> Excellent. All right. We're going off the tangent there. But anyway. You've had a fascinating history within TV presenting and you took the decision to move away from that and to start up your own business. And you're focusing very much on marketing. Why the change? What happened? You know, what made you move in that direction? The thing is, okay, so like from an early age, um, I've always had this sort of outgoing enthusiasm and sort of spontaneity, this energy. And I thought, how is it going to be best to sort of showcase that energy and, and get that, that sort of release that I needed? And um, I found that interviewing celebrities on the red carpet was my sort of buzz. And I do miss it. Um, and, you know, I had, I had a brilliant career uh, along the TV side. Um, hosted some some very big shows and um, the live TV stuff that I did was very very good I met some amazing people getting a sponsorship and a contract out in Hollywood for a, a British TV presenter was just so lucky it was yeah. it's a very unheard of thing to to get granted and and to move out there and I was so lucky to to have that that personal achievement. The thing is, you've got a league table, right? The top of the league table, you've got about 30 presenters, the likes of Anton Deck, Dermot, Caroline Flack. The mainstream channels like ITV and Channel 4 and BBC, they're constantly revolving and using these same presenters for lots of different shows. So below that is about 500 to 1,000 TV presenters like myself. To get that big jump into the mainstream is so difficult in the UK. And I think going to Hollywood and coming back to the UK, I just thought, I'm not going to get up there. It's, it's going to take so much graft and so many free jobs and so much networking and all of that type of thing to get there. It's, it's just very hard now. It's very difficult now. I think anybody can be a TV presenter on YouTube and doing their own personal videos on their iPhone and this type of thing. It's so competitive now. Gone are the days of just 
sending in an audition tape to NTV. It's not like that now. And I sort of came to the realization of, okay, cool, getting a little bit older now. I've got so much experience with marketing and looking back on everything that I've done on the TV presenting side, there was a lot of production elements in there as well. I was actually producing shows as well as presenting for them. And then really I'm looking at it like I'm a businessman at the end of the day. And, yeah. and I thought to myself, right, it's about time that I set up my own organ organization within marketing and advertising and still concentrate on a lot of the video marketing stuff that we're doing where I can get creative with the video content, place myself in the videos to present for my clients' videos and that type of thing. So I'm still getting that, that sort of adrenaline boost. Yeah. And it's just merged nicely now. It's nice to be out of that entertainment industry. You start to go to these film premieres and, and these type of events, and it's the same sort of 20, 30 people who are just sort of straggling around and they're, and they're just trying to sort of step over people to get somewhere. And I, it's just, it wasn't for me. I just sort of grew out of it, you know? And look, Hollywood, even though it was lots of glitz and glam and, and I loved it and I loved the lifestyle and I, I loved the work that I was doing there, the place is very, it's very much a bubble. Everybody lives in this bubble over in Los Angeles. And um, I just didn't find that there were the many grounded people out there. Everybody was very light and fluffy and um, not a lot of real people out there at all. All, all they care yeah. about is their Instagram followers and their likes and all of this type <laughs> of thing. It just wasn't for me. I'm a very um, sort of realist type of person. I bounce off people. I, I like to create partnerships and friends with other entrepreneurs and business owners and, yeah. and people doing what we do. But over there, it's, it's, a, very, it's a very weird place to live. I, I just couldn't get along with it, really. So it was good to step yeah. away. Well, I, sort of thinking as you were talking there, so, you know, the one thing that seems to be a common theme, and it's something I'm very much interested in, is that TV is all about influence. And marketing yeah. and business is all about influencing. We want to influence people's choice in providers and suppliers. We also want to influence the way that people think and behave. Tell me a little bit about how you've taken some of what you learned before and applying that now in marketing. Yeah, cool. Absolutely. I think um, it's all about confidence, isn't it? I think with, with the whole TV element of everything that we're doing, it's about confidence. It's about confidence within meetings. It's about confidence for a lot of the selling that we're doing for, for clients, you know, selling our marketing packages for clients. And it's all about confidence with the marketing campaigns that we are creating for our clients as well. And I, I mean in terms of confidence as in you've got a product, it's got this many USPs, and this is your target audience, and it's about projecting in the right way to your audience the benefits of this amazing product and how it can benefit you and change your life and you must have it and it's creating a whole load of urgency around it so i just think confidence from the tv presenting career and bringing that into a lot of the marketing work that we are doing and making that resonate onto a lot of the clients that we've got on board with ourselves just 
collaborates the whole thing together, really. Yeah, it was interesting you said about presenting something in the right way. And that's often the difficult thing, isn't it? When you first start out, or maybe you've been going for some time, and, but you're looking to, to bring in a new product or a new service, how do you define what's the right way? How do you go about making that decision? Like what platforms do you do it on and what approach do you take? It's funny to what you, you said previously, actually, who remembers their first client? And the clients that we have on board, they kind of tend to not work out to be the right client for us. And unfortunately, yeah. in the early days of being an entrepreneur and really getting off the ground with your new business, you're chasing the money. You're chasing the money and sometimes you're doing it in the wrong way and you're attracting the wrong clients. Yeah. It's only when you get sort of six months to 12 months down the line, you'll look back and you think, okay, that was actually not a very good product to market to our clients at all. You know, it's somehow we did generate quality leads for that client, but the client was a real pain in the bum. They never left us alone. They never let us get on with our job. It was taking a lot of our time management out of what we are doing just to, uh, just to please this client and we can never please him. Their invoices were late and their marketing collateral wasn't there. And there's a lot of sifting through in the early stages to sort of get six months to 12 months down the line and realizing what is the right product for us? How are we going to market this in the most efficient way? And who is our target audience? And do you know what, Clive? I just think it comes over time. Lots of trialing and testing with different marketing avenues and being open, actually. I mean, you have to be open in this line of business. I think it's, in a way, it is about bringing on those, those clients right from the beginning and focusing on different areas. Because, look, we're very much in the real estate investment and trading market. We've got some wellness yeah. clients and fitness clients and uh, travel clients now as well. But... In the early stages, we were picking up a lot of investment opportunities like bonds and IPOs and car park investment. And yes, they were very appealing, you know, fixed rate returns on this and that. And yes, it was great. And we could market it out there and we could generate the quality leads for us. But it's only over time we sort of, we, we look back on it and we think, actually, no, those, those, those products and those clients really didn't stack up well with our company and now we're in a position where we could be really selective. So it's just sifting through the BS in a way, you yeah. know? Yeah, I really agree with that, actually, is that uh, I think sometimes you don't know what a bad client is until you've had a bad client. And it's, you, know, you need to go through your first 20, 50 clients before you really yeah. understand, actually, what's the real client you're looking for. It's not just how much they pay. It's the type of person and how easy it is to work with them as well. I was just going to say, it's all about tasting. Just taste yeah. as much as you can. Gary Vaynerchuk is such, we, we, we do quite a, a, well, we do a bit, bit of work with VaynerMedia and I got the pleasure of meeting Gary last year. He's a lovely guy, but he just bangs on about tasting, man. You got to taste as much as you can. And he's so right. <laughs> it's a case of, you know, getting on as many clients as you can in different sectors, 
trialing them on lots of different marketing avenues. And then from that outcome, you can be really selective. Yes, that didn't, that didn't work for us in the past. We're not going to concentrate on that area now. We're moving more into real estate, whatever it may be. So it's all about tasting. Right. Okay. I like that. That's a good message there. Tasting, tasting. Now, supposing you have been tasting and you've been finding <laughs> that you don't quite like the taste. So the question is, how do you then go and trade up your customer? So if you're working with some people who aren't a good fit right now and you find that you're working in areas where your leads aren't coming very fast, and you know, you're not getting good quality leads, you get a lot of tire kickers. Yeah. How do you trade out customers? Because sometimes that means putting ourselves out in places we're not comfortable. It comes back to this confidence thing. And sometimes it means almost punching above your weight. Can you talk us a little bit about that? I think it all comes down to the content. We've got a really good designer in-house called Neil, and he could basically get a product and just create something magical about it. He may have the most boring investment there is out there on the market, and somehow he manages to just make it look magical and really appealing to investors. It's all about the content and showcasing the product in the right way. You've got to have a professional looking HTML email, let's say for email marketing that you send out to clients. You've got to have a straightforward professional looking landing page. Now our landing pages are very much obviously on the lead capture of name, email address, phone number, country. You've got to have that comments box in there. So investors or consumers can comment on the product and they could ask about the price. They could ask about their returns. Before you get on the phone to these guys, you're already um, fully briefed on what this investor is looking for. So it makes your sales a lot more easier. But also on the flip side of that landing page, we are reiterating the fact that this is an investment opportunity. These are the key bullet points of this investment, the returns, the entry level, whatever it may be. You are submitting your information with our GDPR consent because you want to be contacted by one of the sales team about this particular investment. So what I'm trying to say is there, Clive, is it's all about content. It's got to look professional. and It's got to be informative to the consumer or the investor. And it has to just detail exactly what the opportunity is in the easiest way that you can. I think we get a little bit lost in translation with some of these products. I think a lot of people try and go too out there, you know, way too out there with how it should look and and this information and that information. My advice to anybody listening is keep it simple, professional looking and informative and straight to the point that this is the product. It's going to cost you this amount. Please register your information here because you're fully aware of that's the cost. You're going to be contacted via the phone. So what do they say? Less is more. That's the, that's the quote. And it absolutely, um, you know, it, it absolutely has to stand for any sort of campaigns that we do. And also on the video side as well, we do a lot of video campaigns for our clients and sometimes with 
buying this stock footage and that and making it making it look really pretty and and um you know amazing skyline drone footage of skyscrapers and beaches and this type of thing yes it looks amazing but we've seen it all before we find we call them ugly ads we find just by bringing out your phone filming the owner of the company about their services in a short and snappy video of 15 or 30 seconds just talking about your services and your product, a simple video like that resonates and goes a long way. So hi, I'm Johnny Pash, this is so-and-so, this is what we do, we cover this, this and this, this is who we work with. If you wanna find out more information, just click on the link below, register your information, we're looking forward to hearing from you. Those type of videos go a long way. Yeah, yeah. Actually, that's really interesting. There's a lot of things I want to unpick there. I'm just picking up on that last point there. You're saying about just getting something simple out. And back in episode 15, I had a mutual friend, Jeff Spires, uh, on on the interview with me. I love Jeff. And he was... He's a really top guy. Check the episode out if you haven't already listened to the episode. But he was talking about building your tribe. And he was talking about how celebrities become celebrities and basically it's all down to repetition at some point you get the opportunity to be out in front of somebody maybe you get hired to be on eastenders or whatever it is and then every day people see you on eastenders and then over time they build a connection with you and then you become famous so it's all about repetition and this is what marketing is about fundamentally it's about repeating a message often enough so it hits home i think that you're onto something there it's actually simple works And I think that there's a temptation for us sometimes because we want to get all of the benefits across and we want to say how great it is, is that we throw in the kitchen sink and we talk too much and we talk ourselves out of the sale, out of the opportunity. Look, you're absolutely right. Once again, it's all about content and it's all about the level of content you're putting out there. When Before we get our video marketing campaigns live with our clients, or we have to do a big advertising campaign to optimize all of their social accounts. We say to them, we're going to be running three posts a day on every single account, every single day, morning, afternoon, and evening across Facebook, LinkedIn, Twitter, Instagram, all, you know, lots of different content, lots of different snippets, reaching out to lots of different types of audience. Now, everybody listening to this will probably think, I haven't got the time to do this, or I haven't got this many likes, nobody's gonna see it. Guys, trust me, get that repeat social activity out there. Just get it out there as much as you can and just Keep repeating it every single day. Three posts a day across every single account, every single day. And trust me, Clive, you'll get business from it. People will pick it up. You'll start to organically generate a nice following of people. You'll start to get a nice organic flow of comments and you know other people coming in and commenting regularly. So it's all just about repetition. So just yeah. absolutely right. It's about content. It's about growing that content. And it's all about repetition. 
Yeah, I want to return to something you said earlier. You were talking about the the landing page and how to keep things very, very simple. I quite like that. One of the things that you said that was was different, certainly different from the point of view if you're trying to get opt-ins to your mailing list, is that what we tend to do is we want to make it as easy for people as possible to join our, our mailing list. So what we do is when we ask for information, we ask for less. So these days, we don't ask for their inside leg measurement. We just say, like, give us your first name, give your email. But here, what you're doing, and actually, mm-hmm. I can see that there's benefits here. If you're looking for somebody to, say, invest in some bonds or whatever it is, and it's a higher ticket item, what you're doing is you're actually increasing the amount of work that somebody's got to do in order to come through to you. 100%. Now, I imagine that's going to mean that some people aren't going to be bothered with that, so they'll move on. But I also imagine the flip side is that the ones who can be bothered, who will fill out a longer form because they want to speak to you, they're going to be a better client for you. 100%. It's all about high quality leads. And going back to what you, you mentioned earlier, how do you go about generating quality leads for our clients? And it's absolutely that. It's all down to the landing pages. It's putting so much information on the, on the first advert for them to to read all of that and think, wow, okay, this is really interesting, but I want to hear more. I want to find yeah. out more. So they click through and it brings them to the landing page. Once again, we are reiterating the fact that this is an investment opportunity. These are all the points within the investment. This is all the information here you need. But, oh, you know, I still want to hear more. So they're then spend their time to fill out all of their correct information and submit that lead. And the client will get that lead. We've got a, um, we got a pre-populate um, mechanism on our landing pages. So you know like you'll be shopping for something and you'll fill out Clive and all of your information will just appear. Yeah. We've got that on all of our landing pages. So, so obviously the clients are forced to, to put in their correct information. So, you know, that's again affirming the fact that this is going to be a quality lead. And it's in a way, with our style of marketing, we're, we're trying to scare these people off. We're trying, to, <laughs> we're trying to scare them off to say that, look, this is an investment opportunity. Are you sure this is right for you? Because they've got three stages to, to pull away and they, they still don't. And they still register their information and they want to speak to one of the, the sales team. You know, I, I used to do a lot of lead generation on the email side where it was download a free brochure. I know there's a lot of our competitors do that type of thing. Just to get the traction of leads, probably similar to yourself, just name an email address. It's easy to do, right? Yeah. I've never instigated that with my company. I did it at the previous company. It just doesn't work. We call them brochure hunters. They're not genuine investors or consumers who are interested in investing they are just scoping for information and that type of thing is targeted very easily it's very hard to generate leads nowadays and our lead flow on certain products it comes in slow but do you know what clive i'd rather wait for the slow leads to come in and my clients happy with the quality and they're rebooking every month with us. That's our sort of philosophy here. Yeah, it's interesting, actually. Back on episode 49, Tom Sylvester was talking about the fact that there are kind of three different stages that you want to be targeting people at. 
the short journey stage are those people who are hot leads. They, uh, they know that they've got a problem and they're looking for a solution. Yeah. And this is essentially who you are looking for. You're looking for those people who understand they've got a problem and they're actively looking for someone. And if you're constantly out there, if you're you know, putting content all the time and you're top of mind, then they're just going to click over to you and see the information, fill in the form. I think that where content marketing comes in is, is about educating those people who, uh, you know, who aren't ready to buy. And that's okay, but that's for later on in your business. And I think that you know, when you first start and you launch a product, launch a service, or you just want quick leads, you want to be focused on those people who understand they've got a problem. Because everything else is a lot slower. Absolutely. And what I was going to say, just to back that up, if you are a new time, if you are a, a new time company, you're just about to launch a product, you're hungry for the clients, you're hungry for the mailing list. That's great. But you've got to have your content in order before you mass market it. And I'm talking about your brochures. I've got to be the highest quality, the text. The imagery, everything, it has to look highly professional. Your HTML mailers, your landing pages, they have to look crisp because we get a lot of comments from our clients and people who want to work with us just because our design quality is some of the, the highest yeah. there is out there. And that's with our video content and that's with the brochure designs and everything that we're creating. It's at the highest quality. So even though a lot of your listeners are going to be really hungry to get the business in and to build up that mailing list, you've got to have the fundamentals in place before you even start. Your content's yeah, got would, to be crisp. Yeah, I, I would agree with that. I think people buy with their eyes. They, you know, they look and, and we are impressed immediately if we see something that's visually attractive. If it's not, just one look will kill the opportunity. 100%. So I it's think, so competitive as well. There's so many yeah. people doing, you know, doing what you're doing. So you've got to stand out. And, you know, you can have so much fun with, with video marketing. I think, look, we do probably about 50% of our budget is booked on email marketing. Just because our audience are mostly investors. They're sitting at home in their lovely farm in Suffolk, smoking a cigar, and they've got all of, they're sitting on all of this money and they don't know what to do with it. So they, they see these emails that come through and they're looking at the information and downloading the information and they're getting excited about it. But there's a, a whole new influx of investors and business owners, you know, even from the ages of like 12 years old, there's CEOs out there now. It's crazy. But what I'm trying to say is, Content, you can have so much fun with it now. And video content is absolutely the way forward. Just come up with a really simple idea that you can film on your phone about your products or services or interview somebody on the street. And that type of thing just goes such a long way. And I'll tell you another thing, Clive, to get your best quality leads and to market your product in the best way, it's all down to testimonials and references. Yeah. If you, yeah. can get, if you could get one of your clients in the office and all you're doing with your phone is just interviewing them about your product and the service that they've received and you market that through all of your social accounts, that goes such a long way. It's all about testimonials. Yeah. You need testimonials yeah. on the website. You need written testimonials on there. You need case studies. And you just need your clients to, to film 
about how happy they, they are with your service and you use that to market. It goes such a long way. Absolutely. It's all about social proof. And I think that this is the gold here today is that like, you know, if you're just starting out, then the best thing you can do is go and find somebody, even if you haven't got any clients right now, go and find somebody that you can work with for free and then just do your best job possible. Give them the best results, like work really, really hard and give them amazing results and then get some case studies. And those case studies and those testimonials is the beginning of your business. It's how, you know, it's how you're going to sell the rest of it because you won't just be saying, well, I'm brilliant. Come and work with me. You're saying, look at all these other people who've worked with me and look at the results they've got. Isn't that more powerful? So much more powerful. So it's, it's going back to what we mentioned earlier about there's three stages to this, actually. Well, probably four stages. Your product or service has to, it just has to be very simple. And it has to be something that we all want. You then have to get that content to the highest standard. All of your marketing content has got to look very professional and crisp is the word. Your social accounts all need to be optimized. And like what we said, repetition. You have to post out in the morning, afternoon, and evening. Different messages, which will correspond to different types of audiences. And then lastly, on the tip four, it's all about testimonial content. Use that testimonial content to drive more business and to get you know, great awareness and um, respect for your new company. We've got, we got a four-stage plan there, Clive. I think we should start <laughs> marketing that ourselves. Okay, yeah, that's, that's a, that's a new program. £10,000 a hit. That's right. Exactly, exactly. That's right. But, you know, it's all, it's all completely true. And that's, you know, that's something that we've, we've followed quite greatly with all yeah. of the uh, advertising and marketing we're doing for the company at the moment. Yeah, yeah. So that's brilliant. There's so much you've shared with that. I want to just recap on some of the important points. Before we do that, people are obviously going to want to speak to you, Johnny. Uh, maybe ask you questions about your, your time in TV or better yet, to work with you. How can they get hold of you? So, um, yeah, I mean, just, just go on the website, all the W's dot we are NXT generation.com. Um, I've just launched a new publisher site as well. Um, which is all the w's.universalrealestatenews.com. And look, for any questions about TV presenting, about marketing and lead generation, <laughs> or you just want to work with us, Johnny, J-O-H-N-Y, at wearenextgeneration.com. NXT, next NXT. I couldn't get the domain name to get Next Generation. It was taken, so we shortened it to no. NXT. It looks better that way anyway. Well, I think it looks good. It's, it's all those Star Trek fans, isn't it? You know, I searched yeah, earlier, right. like, Next Generation, I just got Star Trek. Um, but, you know, some really key points here. And, and for those of you listening, really want to tap into this because there's a number of things that Johnny has said today that are, are really key to improving your leads. Number one is repetition. You've got to get content out there and get it out regularly, often, consistently, get it out every single day. Yeah. So repetition and frequency really important. Johnny, you said about focus on pe what people want and really get that right because what you think people want isn't always what they do want. So people don't want systems. They want a result that a system can bring. They, you know, so you have to think, what is it they want, um, not what you want to sell? Well, just to touch um, on think, that, if I could touch on, on yeah, that one there, Clive. Um, it's very hard to market your product out there and, and focus on 
what people want. So I would say, look, one, one advert isn't going to do it. Create about 10 or 15 different ads, yeah. all relating to the same products and the offering and the services. Because different you will attract different audience types. So yeah. again, as we said, more content. You could do it easily with the, with the video content, but you know, lots of different mailers, lots of different messaging on the landing pages, you know, 10 to 15 videos and just plus it out there. Some marketing material will obviously correlate to different audience types and that's what you want to focus on. Spot on, spot on. And maybe it's about stop seeing these as one-off pieces of advertising and actually see them as campaigns, a exactly. series of marketing activities linked together. Um, and then finally, as you said there, testimonials, case studies, get, you know, get that social proof in, you know, get that evidence that what you're doing can generally help your clients and that's good to go. Johnny, I just want to thank you so much for being on the podcast with us today. No worries. Thank you for having me. It's been good to <laughs> kind of... Uh, reaffirm it for myself so i'm gonna go and uh, keep the team in the office now and give them a bit of a sit down and tell them this is what we need to be doing this is what we're doing yeah <laughs> this is the focus. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you know, let's get out there let's make a real impact you know what you do matters and so you know i want to encourage uh, all of you listening right now to sit and think how you can apply this to your business we are going to be back next week with more of this. What I'm going to be doing is I will put all of the links on our show notes page, all of the links that uh, Johnny has mentioned here. So if you want to check him out or anything else that we've mentioned today, like the, what was it, the salt lamps? Oh, the Himalayan salt lamp. You've got to get one in, on your desk. Um, you will not have a stressful day at work again. I, I promise you that. So Himalayan salt okay. lamp on Amazon. You've got three different um, sizes. Obviously go for the smallest one. <laughs> Because we've got, we've got a giant one at home, Clive. It's, it's about the size, right. it's about half the size of our bed. It's pretty interesting. <laughs> All right, so I'm beginning to wonder if you've got shares in that. But uh, and, thank and you so much. You have to lick it, you have to lick it for initiation <laughs> for anybody coming to your desk. That's the rules, I'm afraid. Awesome, awesome. Thank you, Johnny. And thank you to you for listening as well. We will be back next week with more great tips for you to grow your business. Until then, take care of yourself. Here's to you and your highly successful business.